재미와 지식의 오디오 라이프 팝빵. This is Koreascape TBS EFM 101.3 in Seoul and on streaming platforms worldwide. We have a special edition of Signs of the Times today. This is the four-year memorial of the sinking of the Sewol ferry. So much changed as a result of that disaster. Emotionally, the emotional landscape changed, the political landscape changed, and so many of the emergency protocols uh, that various services have on the shelf and rehearse changed. We can hope that the level of public safety has increased. But uh, we are going to talk about that for the remainder of the, remainder of the hour what this date means in so many ways with Heejin Koo, who is a former foreign correspondent based in Seoul, currently working at the Korean Peninsula Future Forum, which is an NGO that studies future unification scenarios between North and South. Heejin, welcome once again. Thank you, Kat. It is an emotional day. Um, You know, so many of us are familiar with the the process of losing a loved one, a parent, or whoever under normal circumstances. And four years is the blink of an eye. It still is tender for those of us who have lost somebody. Imagine how much more painful, how much more vivid that moment remains when you lose a loved one in a tragic incident like this. Um, heartbreaking. Um, und- indescribable pain and loss. Um, this day uh, is uh, one that... Uh, is a reminder to all and each and every one of South Koreans who look back on the four uh, four years ago and they can remember exactly where they were. Of course. And what they were doing Mm. when the first uh, uh, news broke Mm -hmm. that uh, 476 passengers uh, on a Seoul ferry uh, sank off the coast of uh, Jindo Island. Um, just before nine o'clock in the morning. Mm. Um, um, initially, we thought that everybody had survived. That was what... Um, every- that's kind of what came across at first. Exactly. And that's what made it so painful. Like exactly. other horrors that we've seen in our time, it unfolded right on television. Exactly. The images were there and they were unbelievably compelling but horrifying. Exactly. Um, only 172 survived, more than 300 drowned. Um Five are still, uh, five of of their bodies are still unaccounted for. Mm -hmm. And it bears repeating, most of them, young kids on a high school trip, they thought they were going to Jeju Island to have some fun, and it turned into an absolute nightmare. Why this is so important is not just the pain and the loss of human life, although that is the heart of it, but it was a debacle of uh, public safety response, of some would say quite credibly government response. Um, And it caused Korea to question so many things. So we want to unpack that a little bit. Like you said, that at first it was, it went out that, oh, everything's fine. You know, they've, they've been rescued or a rescue is underway. That turned out not to be nearly as true as uh, was announced. There were uh, uh, several uh, points that shocked the public. The first was that um, uh, the loss, um, the death toll was exacerbated uh, by a PA announcement at the time of the sinking that advised passengers to stay put rather than find an egress point um, as the rescue ships arrived. Mm. Um, uh, The second was when they saw the uh, footage 
of the captain of the Seoul ferry climbing onto a rescue boat as soon as one arrived, rather than helping uh, his passengers off the boat. Um, several uh, the the confusion uh, among the coast guards, um, the rescue efforts are being ha- are being taken place. Um, the uh, the presidential blue has the or the lack thereof the leadership during the first seven hours of this critical tragedy. Everything mounted to a, a question of why. Uh, question of how this could have been averted um, uh, and these answers did not come at a, mm. a very quickly. Heejin, I want to remind our listeners that uh, if you have anything to say about this, any thoughts as we move through this discussion, uh, we are opening the lines. You can uh, text us at pound 1013 if you want to text if you do that you can also reach us on facebook or twitter or the tbs efm app we're focusing on what realizations korea has come to as a result of this what failings happened on that day four years ago and what positive changes have occurred since then so a debacle in so many ways Uh, the captain getting on a boat that early and essentially saving his own skin um is not what a captain does, is it? <laughs> not at all. Um, that is one of the reasons why he was charged with murder, um, received life imp- imprisonment, along with 14 of his fellow uh, ferry seamen who received as many as much as a 12-year sentence, mm. uh, 18 months to 12 years. Talk to me a little bit more about the Blue House stuff, um, the perception that uh, or the lack of any sort of sign of uh, President Park Geun-hye at the time, it's fair to say that uh, that's one of the central nuggets of the anger that fueled the candlelight protest. I hope I'm not getting ahead of myself, but talk about that day, how the Blue House was perceived and how it acted on that day. Okay, um, the Blue House was uh, clear uh, that they had briefed the president about uh, the, uh, the the disaster and that the president had uh, given her um, uh, uh, find, uh, her orders regarding this disaster, how uh, nobody is, uh, uh, everybody is supposed to uh, be rescued. Unfortunately, this turned out to be false mm. in uh, the coming months and years of investigation. Um, the public was really looking for answers uh, about where the leadership was. Where was Park Man during the seven hours? Mm. No straight answer was coming from the Blue House. They were uh, more busy about trying to hide what she was doing, where she was during the seven hours, which fueled frustration after frustration as answers did not come. Um, that saw her uh, approval rating plummet to the lowest ever mm. for a South Korean president. Um, also, the South Korean pre- uh, public, this this uh, this forced the public to channel their frustrations into a more active participation in the pro- political process. Yeah. Um, I have to say that the candlelight vigils did not start immediately. Of course, yeah. Um, They were waiting for answers. They were patiently waiting for the hearings and the national assembly hearings to to yield some answers, which did not come. Mm. The last straw was when 
official riot police was deployed into Iwa Women's University to break up a, a student sit-in. Mm-hmm. That, I remember that. Yeah, that the, the students were demanded to talk to their president about a program that would basically offer certain bachelor degrees um, uh, for, from the, the university up for sale. Mm. Now, this led to a full-blown in- investigation on Iwa. It's like a thread, pulling a thread. And this revealed that the university was granting favorable treatment to certain students, um, even from the entry level. Mm-hmm. And one of such students was Che Yura, the daughter of Che Sun Shil, the long-term, long-time uh, uh, acquaintance of President Park Geun-hye. Now, this triggered... Um, a series of investigative reports, more National Assembly hearings about Che Sun Shil and just how much mm. she was involved in the day-to-day uh, uh, operations of the Blue House and the government. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're going to connect, a, try to connect a lot of dots here. Uh, we're not going to stay exclusively with the Sewol throughout our conversation, but uh, I think we can circle back from time to time to the Sewol as a, a painful symbol of the detachment of of the the perceived detachment of government, in this case, uh, you know these students who had worked really hard to get into Iwa University, they perceived that suddenly their degree programs and so on could be bought, you know, uh, and that poof, suddenly there was an equestrian program when this uh, horse riding young woman needed to get in, who happened to be connected to the president, so. Uh, sort of one domino after another with the perhaps the emotional rocket fuel provided by the pain of the Sewell sinking. Um, I don't know. I get the impression uh, that the force of the Canaanite protests would not have been necessarily as uh, as strong as consistent were, were there not that sort of pain in the background of the Sewell thing. It might have just been, uh, uh, I don't know, a, a less intense protest over corruption. But the Sewell thing really was a final straw for a lot of people. Well, the Seoul was the trigger. The trigger. It was the trigger. Um, there was a frustration about the lack of communication between Mm-mm. the public and the leadership. And that was what the public were, want, were wanted. Answers. Mm-hmm. There was none coming. Uh, continual uh, uh, problems, uh, mounting problems that uh, resulted in the candlelight vigils, which began in October to, uh, 2016. Mm. So interbraided, this sort of no answers about Sewell, signs of large-scale corruption, uh, detachment, uh, perceptions of incompetence as well really did fuel uh, these candlelight vigils. They were extremely consistent, well-attended. They went in large numbers for, what, about six weeks? That is correct. It went as uh, to as high as 2.3 million mm. um, by December 3rd, 2016, a few days before um, the court, uh, the Constitutional Court ruled to dismiss Park from office. Right, and she is now uh, sentenced. She's oh, sorry, po- uh, sorry. My, my, uh, correction: National Assembly voted to impeach impeach her. Pa- pa- yes, yeah, sorry. About that, that was then upheld mm-hmm. uh, a couple of months later by the Constitutional Court. Mm-hmm. Then we, you know, the rest is history. I mean, the uh, criminal case was prosecuted, and she was just very recently, earlier this month, sentenced to uh, twenty-four years and huge fines. About Eighteen billion won. Yeah. 17, that's around 17 uh, million US. Right. And so that's her story for the moment. Uh, who knows in the future when politics uh, 
might change in Korea, but she is um, she's imprisoned for a couple of uh, decades, essentially a life sentence, right? Well, this this is, she is the third South Korean president to be sentenced to a prison term. Mm. Um, the first was um, President Chun Doo Hwan and President Lu Tae Woo back in 1996, um, uh, who were found guilty uh, on um, amassing slush funds, mm-hmm. uh, playing lead roles in the December 1979 military coup, and also the bloody May 1990 suppression. I think. 1980 suppression of a pro-democracy uprising in Gwangju. Of course. Um, ironically enough, uh, Park Geun-hye's sentencing uh, took place in the same room as in the say, Seoul Central District Court as Chun and Nuteu uh, 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 back in 1996. Um, the two former presidents were later pardoned by a newly elected President Kim Dae-jung in December 1997 as a sign of unity and healing wounds mm-hmm. uh, in, in, the, uh, in, in the society. But there is this sort of... Groundhog Day feeling, this sort of uh, pattern. Uh, I saw a headline recently that said, you know, the worst job in South Korea, the president, (laughs) because um, the presidents meet with very bad fates. They're either prosecuted, they're in prison, they're in, you know, what happens after their presidency or their presidency gets interrupted. um, And... uh, Well, unfortunately... um, Lee Myung-bak became the fourth South Korean president. To and you said, I on. hope I'm the last one. Aha, uh-huh. yes. Um, 11 presidents, there have been 11 presidents since the sound, founding of the uh, Republic of Korea back in 1948. All except Yoon Bo-sun, who served under a uh, parliamentary system, and interim president Che Gyu-ha, all of them, nine of them, have uh, faced the dishonor of prison terms, a prosecutor investigation on themselves or immediate family members and relatives. I mean, does South Korea elect corrupt people or is there something about the system systemically that um, you have to, at, at that high level, you have to deal in... Uh, in, in shady things, I don't know. Is that the nature of the of the real politic of being president in South Korea? That these corruption cases. Whenever a um, administration changes hands, especially from left to right or right to left, there has been a tendency to try and let's say, downplay or or deface uh, the administration before. Mm -hmm. And one of the best ways is to launch a prosecutor investigation on bribery, on corruption and any wrongdoing by the previous administration and the head of the previous administration. A little bit of political revenge via the uh, prosecution. Um, Let's get back to the idea of the candlelight protest as a reaction to these shortcomings, the shortcomings in the government response, the anger at corruption that we've seen in a repeating uh, pattern. Is there, I mean, what's the context for the symbol of candlelight? I mean, is that uh, something that Korea 
came up with or is it borrowed from some other um, meme elsewhere? Well, candlelight vigils, as you well know, is a form of protest that started back in the 1960s and 70s in the US. Mm. Um, And it's a show of hope, of unity and anti-war that has existed uh, since the anti-Vietnam War rallies. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, it is not new to South Korea. South Korea had candlelight vigils, especially uh, when they were protesting um, FTA, US Korea FTA uh, negotiations, especially with US beef. Yes, I remember uh, that. When they were concerned about mad cow disease. Mm -hmm. But uh, candlelight vigils took a more peaceful form of a stoic protest by South Korea. It was a revolution in South Korea, a country that has been more well known uh, for its uh, violent protests that had been marked by Molotov cocktails, tear gas, water cannons, um, riot police with truncheons, um, tanks, gunfire, deaths. But this candlelight vigil was a totally different form of protest that South Korea had seen before. And not least of all, it's a, just a remarkable visual when you have uh, several hundred thousand or up to a couple million people stretching back from Pyeongbokgung Palace, uh, each of them holding a candle. Uh, it's it's beautiful and it, uh, it suggests a very quiet power, you know. Of course. And you have to keep in mind that South Korea's democracy is very young. Mm. It was uh, The country was only founded back in 1948. And mm-hmm. true democracy that uh, Korean, uh, with Korean direct participation in, uh, in, in elections only started in 1988. Mm. So um, this, uh, these uh, trials and tribulations, the violence, turning to a more stoic, forceful, but and yet silent protest has been marked, not just by South Koreans, uh, but also f- uh, from those around the world. And it's being, the candlelight thing is being imitated recently in Japan, uh, with some protesters calling for uh, Prime Minister uh, Shinzo Abe to step down, but it's a uh, it's with little LED candles, little yes. battery candles. <laughs> I don't know if it has the same power, but it's at least it's the same optic. Has the response to disasters? I mean, this is we don't want to ever see the uh, the fumbling that went on four years ago with the Sewell Ferry. We don't ever want to see that happen again. Has disaster response improved? Have they systematically uh, reevaluated how Korea responds in these cases? Well. Uh, uh- there were some f- positive signs. Um, at the end of last month, uh, the Pink Dolphin, a ferry carrying 163 staff and passengers, ran aground in the very same waters mm. uh, that Sewol uh, sank uh, off uh, the southwestern coast of the peninsula. But this time, within minutes of receiving the initial dress- distress call, the Police, uh, coastal police had um, l- launched two rescue vessels, verified that all passengers were wearing life vests, checked on emergency measures on the ferry and alerted another nearby passing ferry to reroute to help in the rescue efforts. Um, fishing vessels operating in the area heard the distress call on their radio. Um, they voluntarily joined in rescue efforts. All 163 were rescued. Yeah. So there has been changes. Imagine the uh, the feeling or the thoughts on those people's minds when they hear that another ferry is in trouble. Uh, that sense of urgency 
that must come over them saying, oh, God, we, please, not another one of these uh, incidents. Mm-hmm. Other disasters have had some um, stepped-up response times and some uh, fairly decent, uh, I mean, mixed, mixed. Uh, at the time, there were some uh, fires back in, even during the, was it during Park Geun-hye's time? That is correct. There was a huge fire that broke up in the, uh, out in the largest market in Daegu, in the Samun market, um, uh, on the uh, uh, on the November 30th. And Park Geun-hye arrived a full 36 hours later. Mm. But the visit was barred, marred by um, pro-Park supporters shouting, we love you, Park Geun-hye, we love you, uh, President Park. But this was amid hundreds of, of despondent and stupefied market stall owners who had just seen all of their livelihood go up in smoke. Mm-hmm. So this was very heavily criticized. Um, Moon Jae-in, on the other hand, uh, who was then leader of the Democratic, Democratic Party, uh, arrived at the Samun market on the day of the fire mm. without alerting the press. And uh, met with the smart, uh, market stall owners and, and the fire rescue workers to encourage them. Um, and also he was careful to visit on the day of another fire that, uh, in, in Yosu on the 15th of January in t- to, uh, 2017. He made a follow-up visit and another final follow-up visit after Mm. he became president regarding this matter. Whatever you think of these two leaders, I think we can say uh, without controversy that Moon seems to have a a keener sense, a keener knack for uh, how to sort of show up at the scene in the right way. You know, and manage at least the optics of it, if not the entire situation, a little bit more with a a keener sense of what people are expecting. Well, the Moon Jae-in administration knows that there was uh, uh, his election win was partly uh, driven by the public's frustration Mm -hmm. over a lack of communication, over over a lack of uh, the leadership taking a, a more active role in dealing with the concerns of the public. But um, on the other hand, we're talking still on disasters, and Korea has still a long way to go, um, as evidenced um, at the end of last year when um, 24 people died, 29 people died in uh, a gym fire in Chechen. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier this year, um, 41 people died in a, a hospital fire in Midian. Right. So. Uh, Korea has still has a long way to go in disasters and, and, and both prevention and response and sort of creating the urgency uh, among the individual property owners. It's not just government response and emergency responders. It's the people who are on the scene managing those properties and keeping the doors. I guess it's enforcing the fire codes, things like that. A, you know, more of a, a mentality of public safety, not just in the heat of the moment at the emergency time but mm. as a preventative kind of mentality going through everything. And the other thing is um, Moon Jae-in's uh, actions during the market's fires um, has resulted in a slew of political bigwigs and hopefuls showing up on these, you know, site of natural and man-made disasters. And uh, there's a whole lot of uh, political interaction. People are taking matters into their own hands. Citizens are more and more. We are up against our time limit, Heejin, but uh, thank you very much for this discussion. I appreciate it. I'll see you soon.